Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. This episode is How Focusing on Messages Makes Your Voice More Powerful. The message you're delivering is the autopilot that works your voice. That means your message actually directs the movement of muscles, cartilage, and other tissues of your vocal apparatus. The message you're communicating even affects how you breathe and the shape of your throat channel. Let's talk about how this happens and how we can use this information to give your voice more power. The voice is operated mostly by the automatic nervous system, which I refer to as that autopilot, not the conscious mind. An autopilot, which is in tech speak a macro, is configured by consciously choosing the job we want it to do. In the case of the voice, the job is to communicate a message, period. Here's how the voice creates messages. Effective communication requires shaping vocal sound so the message can be understood by the intended ear. I found an interesting article that you can get the link to on my blog page uh, where they talked about how shaping vocal sound is accomplished by two things, articulation, which is using movements of speech organs, including the lips, teeth, and tongue, and pronunciation using muscles in the mouth to change how we emphasize, extend, and link syllables. And here's an interesting side note from that article. The control of the flow of air and the shape of the mouth are keys to clear pronunciation. I'd like to add that movement of eyes, jaw, soft palate, and the larynx itself help differentiate messages. The degree of tightness in the ribcage, the degree of stiffness in the spine, the active language or not in the face and body can cause subtle changes in vocal sound too. It's really amazing how many shades of tone colors can be created in the human voice. Okay, let's try experimenting with some exercises. Let's use the sentence, you better not do that, and see how many different messages we can create. First exercise, say or sing it five times, each time emphasizing a different one of the five words. You better not do that. That's kind of a threat. You better not do that. That's sort of a warning. You better not do that. There's a pleading. You better not do that. That's kind of an invitation to play. And you better not do that, a bit of sarcasm. You can also sing it like, you better not do that. 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 And see, there's subtle differences in the messages that the singing voice can deliver on the same words. Second exercise, say or sing it while moving your jaw with a slight chewing motion. You better not do that. Then 
with a very still jaw. You better not do that. Notice that the still jaw message is much more menacing. Okay, third exercise. Let's try it with a tight rib cage. You better not do that. And then let's move our spine like a lava lamp. You better not do that. Next exercise, try it with a flat and then lifted soft palate. You better not do that. You better not do that. Next exercise, do it with a numb poker face and then do it smiling and moving your eyes around. You better not do that. You better not do that. And the last exercise, try pushing it out with a lot of uncontrolled breath. Then try pulling it out with wide ribs, but using very little or controlled breath. Oddly enough, the second way sounds a lot more confident. You better not do that. You better not do that. And these are only a few of the variations the human voice can use to create different messages out of the same five words. Now, here's how messages create the voice. Your choice of message will definitely change the configuration of your autopilot. Try focusing on the following messages and notice how each one changes the working parts of your breath, throat, and speech organs, your lips, teeth, and tongue. Sing or say a phrase like, you're the reason I feel this way and intend to send different messages to the listener. I'll try some for you. First message, you make me happy. You're the reason I feel this way. Next message, you made me angry. You're the reason I feel this way. Next message, you left me lonely. You're the reason I feel this way. And the last message, you're the one who gave me this courage. You're the reason I feel this way. Now, how did your choice of message change your voice, your breath, your throat, your face? Where in your mouth did the words come from? What did you have to do to create those messages? It's fascinating. Next, let's talk about messages that diminish the voice. Sometimes we aren't consciously focused on a message, but we still deliver one. Here are some counterproductive messages that get delivered when the singer or speaker is distracted, scattered, insecure, or tired. Quite often, they even result in vocal fatigue and strain. And the response these messages get is usually negative or None. They don't even get one. Okay, here are some messages you usually don't want to be sending. First, I don't know what these words mean. I'm just making noises. Next message, I'm bored with this song. It's not worth my time or yours. Next message, I'm sick, weak, stressed, tired, worried, or otherwise in need of your pity. Next message, didn't I just hit a great high note there? Next message. I'm scared. Don't hurt me. Next message. I don't know who I'm talking to. Certainly not you. Next message. 
I suck. I'm just proving it to you. The next message, this is just a vocal exercise, not a message. So laugh and then come back when I really have something to tell you. And one more message, I'm singing good. Don't you want to give me the prize? I'm the best. I can do more vocal licks than anyone else. Actually, I hear these messages a lot at contests, church, and sometimes award shows. So let's look at messages that empower your voice instead. The best messages are authentic and strong enough to get the exact response desired. That means the choices of vocal tone color are perfectly matched to the meaning of the lyric being articulated. And the shape of that tone is as focused as the point of a spear on piercing the heart being sung to. To deliver such messages, be crystal clear to whom you're communicating and always focus your message to one heart or the one composite heart of a group. For instance, right now, I'm hoping that many people are listening to this podcast, but I'm communicating like I'm just talking to one person, maybe driving down the road in the rain or listening through earbuds while they're exercising, but it's still the one person. Here's the thing. The voice really exists for one reason, to deliver messages. How well that message is created will determine the strength of a response you get. This is the power of your vocal performance. Even when going after a commercial vocal career, the paradox is that vocal performance is the most powerful and valuable when it's focused on making a particular heart understand something at an emotional level. In other words, it's about the listener, not the singer. Our vocal gift is made for giving. If you want more like this, try Power Path and Performance Vocal Training. Communicating the message is a primary cornerstone of my three-stranded vocal training method with balancing breath support and control and keeping an open throat comprising the other two cornerstones. The synergy of Power Path and Performance courses and vocal lessons creates significant vocal improvement with immediate and ongoing gains without strain. Check it out at judyrodman.com. Thanks for listening. Come back next time for another episode of All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.